So why do you keep doing the things that you do? Why, why can you not quit? Why can you not change? And I think it's important to understand that humans are creatures of habit, creatures of comfort. And we are comfortable, sometimes we are comfortable in the drama. We are comfortable in pity. We are comfortable in perfection, whatever it is. And this is, this is what we're doing when we're going through the land of social media with how do we get attention? What is the way that you use to get attention? Now, what I mean by that is a lot of people are going through their life and they are getting attention because things are so bad and they opposite ends of the earth if you will they are perfect perfect food perfect girlfriend perfect boyfriend perfect spouse perfect family perfect car perfect 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 and because they get comfortable with everyone thinking that they are perfect when something bad happens they want to hide it they get extremely scared but the the problem is is when people are going through the other side of it they're getting attention through pity and what i like to call the plum party they are our poor little old me p l o m poor little old me and so that means they're so used to saying oh my life sucks i don't make enough money my boyfriend hates me, my girlfriend hates me, my spouse hates me, my car doesn't work, blah, 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 blah. If something good then happens to them, they're scared to let people know. Why? Because their identity is broken. Their habit loop in their brain is broken. And so therefore we don't change because we get comfortable. We get comfortable in the madness. We get comfortable in the mess, but we get comfortable of what we think other people think about us. And, you know, I'm here to say I have gotten so I'm an insecure person. You know, I think people need, I'm a confident person, but I'm insecure. It's, I'll tell you, it's hard uh, being a creative. It's hard uh, being someone who has these ideas and then you put them out. You put time into them, energy into them, and all musicians, all real creatives are scared somewhere because we are our own worst critic. And I think that's why we need to really choose kindness when we have these creative people in our life. Why? Because they're bearing part of their soul. We get into the habit of judgment because of what happens on social media. We get into the habit of judgment because of what's happening, whether you lean right or left, it doesn't matter. You judge the other side. You judge what other people's thoughts are or what you think other people are thinking. It's a little crazy at this moment. But if we strip the identifiers down, there is this basic human decency. Just support people. We are collaborative creatures and we are vilifying collaborative behavior. And, and that's why I'm saying, you know, I get insecure and I want to be vulnerable, vulnerable about this. I used to want to, hey, check out the car, check out the this, check out the that. When, you know, my first nice car, I actually, it was loaned to me from a friend and everyone thought that it was mine. It was an Aston Martin and I was too prideful to correct people. Why? Because I was addicted to the perfect image. 
And I think that we need to get comfortable with what I like to call tell your story from the middle. Because you don't want your story to be done because that means you're dead. And you don't want to constantly go back to the beginning because then you're going to relive your your past. So think about it this way. If it takes 10,000 of uh, 10,000 hours of, of mastery to master something, you know, most people are not doing 10,000 hours of deliberate practice on who they are. 10,000. They're having one hour 10,000 times, which does not denote mastery. You have mastered that first step 10,000 times, but you keep going back to it. Why? Because you get comfortable. We've got to get out of our comfort zone. And when I get insecure, I don't want to post things. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to deal with the trolls. I don't want to deal with the people that don't like me or don't agree with me. Well, you know what? F them. I think that we need to just say that, you know, live. Everyone is a part of their own bubble. And the reason why people reject you is why you're encroaching on their bubble. And I think you just need to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, I've got to live true to who I am. I've got to live true to who I am trying to become. I want to get around people who support my journey, people who support my growth, people who want to clap. But also I want to be around people who are going to knock me in the head when I'm about to grab the hot frying pan for the 14th time in a row. It's, it's important to choose your circle carefully, starting with your spouse, starting with your, your significant other who is going to be your biggest catalyst on how you go through life and who you become in life. And so the moral of the story is when you get insecure, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I want to do that. What if they laugh at me? What if, you know, there are people out there right now who won't even set their goals. And and just to be clear, guys, we do not set goals to define our happiness. Your goals are not your identity. Just like, for instance, if you say, Man, I am angry right now. No, you are not angry. You are doing angry. Emotions and feelings are something that you do, not something that you are. It is not your identity. So as we're, we're moving through this, this idea of, you know, the identifying factors, there are people out there who do not want to set goals because why they set their goals tied to their happiness that's wrong. Your your goals are just like roadmaps. They're or no, they're like signposts. They're like the mile markers. They just let you know that you're on the right road. The only destination that we're all actually headed toward is death. Headed toward is death. And it's like Steve Jobs said, if if you can look in the mirror and really realize that someday you're not going to be here. Someday you're going to be dead, and then it all really doesn't matter. So why wait? What are you waiting for? It's not ever going to be perfect. It's never the perfect time to start the business. It's never the perfect time to have the kid. My wife and I are, are, are halfway through a pregnancy, and I can honestly say the only thing that I wish, because right now is not the perfect time, we've got a lot of stuff going on. But I just wish I would have started sooner. And I think our goals are the same way. There are people out there, like I said, who will not 
set their goals because they're scared of failing. I don't want to say that I want to have this, 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 and this out of life. Why? Because if I don't get that, then I am going to be a failure. It's like, I think Da Vinci said, I would rather set the bar too high and never achieve it than to set the bar so low that I always reach it. And so the thing is, is when you set your goals, when you write your goals down, it's the setting of the sail on how you are going to go through life. And we want to set our sails because the same wind, this is a Jim Rohn thing, the same wind blows on us all. It's the setting of the sail that brings us in and pushes us and pulls us into our future. And like my good friend Hollywood, if, if, if you don't know who Hollywood is, you need to. Um, I am DJ Wiseman on uh, Instagram. Uh, Andre Jones is, is his real name. But I'll tell you, he has a concept on fear and faith. And he says, if you're in fear, you are drifting. You're drifting through life. You're, you're letting just kind of the current take you wherever it's going to go. But here's the thing. If you are sailing, you're sailing on a sea of faith. You have faith that it's going to work out. You have faith that you were destined for greatness. You have faith that you have seeds of greatness inside of you. You have faith that there is something greater that you can contribute to the world. You have faith that you have got this. You have faith. Drift is if it's good, that's good. If it's bad, that's bad. It just kind of ebbs and flows. Now, don't be that person. Take a chance. And, you know, sometimes I want you to know doing this conference, it's extraordinarily scary. You know, $40,000 food and beverage minimums and yada, yada, yada. I mean, that's crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Why? Because I have faith that people are going to show up. Now, I'm not, I'm not just in a field of dreams moment where I say, if I build it, they will come. I still need to put in work. I need to do advertising. I need to ask people to invite people. I need to have the conversation. One of the things I always say is you are one conversation away from changing the entire trajectory of your life. If you do not believe me, ask any person who has asked another person to marry them and you tell me if that single conversation did not change their entire life. You tell me if Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak did not have that conversation, if the world would look a little different without Apple. Conversations are everything. Conversations are families. Conversations are revolutions. Conversations are evolutions. Conversations are industry changers. Have as many conversations as you can, but don't just look at conversation as you need to agree with me. Look at conversation as I need insight. I want to see how you see the world. And so with this being said, I'm, I'm kind of talking about this because it is hard being someone who is a creator. And one of the things that I talk about is to live an exponential life. That's what the final percent is all about. You want to get to that exponential part of life. But what does that mean? To get to the exponential part of life, you have to find and identify your X potential. X potential. That is the variable inside of you. If you are Clark Kent, you got all them superpowers but you're not allowed to be Superman. Why? Because you're scared of what people might think when you, when you dress up in that suit. 
You're scared of what people might think when you fly. You're scared of what people might think when you catch the person at the last second before they go splat when they were falling from a building. Because everyone, you know, this is what happens. Critics are everywhere. And people are going to say, well, why didn't you catch him sooner? Why is your suit blue? Why do you have a cape? Why do you wear glasses when you don't need them? It doesn't matter. You got to use your superpowers. You got to get around people who clap when you win, who clap when you try. You've got to get around people who want to see you fly. It's important to believe in yourself, but it starts usually, unfortunately, by believing in other people. So believe in someone today. Take a chance on someone today. I recently talked with Johnny King on his podcast called Becoming Kings. Excellent guy, uh, by the way. Shout out Johnny. Um, and go over, check out his podcast if you get a second. But I recently was talking to him about how people moving through life, people making the motions of life, people t- not taking a chance, taking a chance, not, they're, they're going, do you see how vague I just got? Greg, what are you talking about? It's intentional because what are you talking about? When we were talking, we were talking about that little voice inside of you that gets distracted by all the noise. That little voice inside of you that gets distracted and won't say, hey, can you hear me now? That little voice inside of you that says, hey, you should do that. Take the stage. Take the microphone. Sing your song. Share your idea. Get on stage. Or or no, go, go live on Instagram. Share your story. Everyone has power but you got to tap into it. Every And I, I know I'm getting a little ranty, preachy, whatever, but it's hard f- for people to be truly creative when we are not allowed to be because we are so scared of judgment. And that's because we're taught that from such an early age. And I'm saying if you do not agree with someone, All you're actually trying to do is say, can I see the world through their eyes? Why did they put this piece together? Instead of looking at a painting and saying, oh, well, that's crap. Go, I wonder what they were thinking. How is this art? How is this this? Blah, 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 blah. Um, In the book, The Decision, and and full disclosure, I have not read this book. My nephew, actually, he's 20. He's reading the book. And he said one of the things that Kevin Hart's uh, family does is try complaining. Don't complain for 30 days and if you if you do complain it starts over and this is everything like gosh this freaking meal is taking forever that's a complaint start over you know we're, we're breeding negativity into society and at the end of the day we need more love we need more positivity we need more support and if it's not your bag if if it's kind of like if you don't like the nba Maybe you like the NFL. If you don't like the NFL, maybe you like college football. It doesn't matter. Just It doesn't mean you need to hate something. And in the book by Henry Cloud, Necessary Endings, I think it's important to remember this, is humans tend to vilify things that they want to cut themselves off of. Like Coach Burt says, decide is to cut something off of. That means if you have two choices— and you want to go one direction, you cut yourself off from the other one. To cut off, to remove. That's a decision, decision, to decide. We are cutting that off as a choice. 
So the thing is, is when we have to decide and we go one direction, like, have you ever noticed that anybody who moves anywhere vilifies the place, place that they moved from? You know, and I did this when I moved from Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix sucks and it's too hot and it's this and blah, blah, blah. I had to vilify it. Why? To make it make sense to me, not other people. The people already loved Denver or didn't care when I got to Denver. But I'm sitting here vilifying Phoenix. Why? Because I needed to justify my choice. Have you ever noticed that when a husband and a wife leave each other, the wife vilifies the husband, the husband vilifies the wife? Well, they're both right. There's a reason they shouldn't be together anymore. And so these are the things that we struggle with. Why? Because we have to bring so much negativity in when we decide to go a certain route. The thing is, is just let it be a choice. Let your direction be your direction. Let someone else's direction be their direction. But you don't need to control someone else. Let your idea be known. Use your voice. And if they don't want to go down your path, that's cool. Leave them alone. So the thing, the thing that I want to just do is as we're going through life and, and we're wondering, why in the heck do we do that? Why am I such a habitual creature? Find pattern interrupts. Find habit loop breakers. You know, the Wolf of Wall Street had boom boom sticks. These are things that smell a very specific way. And when he would get a certain thing, he would close a big deal. He would put a boom boom stick up his nose so that he could, at a moment's notice, get back into what's called a state change so that when he wants to go into a meeting and he wants to close another big deal, he'll use that smell to get him into that state that happened after he closed a $10 million deal. So he's in that same state when he walks into the next deal. That's a state change. That's a habit interrupt. So whether you are chewing your nails, whether you, you're addicted to cigarettes, whether you're addicted to anything, or you're just trying to change, or you're trying to make a decision don't wait until you have to vilify wherever you're at. If you're trying to change a job, don't sit there and try to vilify it to where you have to go tell everybody, my boss is this, the, the toxic work environment, I need to cleanse that out of my life, blah, 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 when all you actually need is you just need to change. You need to go a different direction, and that's okay. Don't get into the vilification process that brings so much negative negativity into your life. So, you know, I'll end here. But uh, the idea of the, the habit that we get into, are you comfortable in drama? When you get bored, do you just start some stuff? You know what I mean? Are you comfortable in trying to be perfect? And so when something bad happens, you get really scared and you go dark on social media and this, that, and the other. Are you comfortable in the, 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 the plum party, the, the poor little old me? Are you comfortable in that so that when something good happens, you find that person, you, you win the lottery even, you're scared to tell anyone why because it's a, you changed your entire identity. The fact of the matter is, is there's dark and light in everyone. There's dark and light in every life. And we're going to go through ups. We're going to go through downs. It, it goes back to that saying, the, the peaks don't mean nearly as much without the valleys. And, you know, let's leave with this. If you look at the very top of a mountain, how many trees are up there? I want you to Google this. If you get a chance, Google mountaintop, mountain peak. I don't, how come when you say mountain, you mountain? Anyway, all right, I digress. But uh, Google it, and, and you tell me how many trees are at the top of the mountain. 
There's none. Tell me how many trees are at the bottom. Tell me, tell me how many rivers are at the bottom. Tell me how, much, how many lakes are at the bottom. It's because that's where all the growth is. So the next time you're in a valley, what I want you to do is I want you to say, ah, I'm not going through a down. I'm not going through a down. I'm just getting some growth. I'm just in a growth phase. That's what happens when you're in the quote unquote valley. Valley of the sun, Boulder Valley. Valleys are good. Valleys get you perspective just like that is the reason you go to the peak. We go to the top of the mountain. We go to the mountaintop. Why? We want a view. It's just a change of perspective. So when people say see you at the top, they're just there for a season. They're there for a reason. That's not where anybody lives at the top because all of us go through ups and downs and that's okay. It's just perspective. It's a perspective change. So don't let your location, don't let your feelings don't let all of these things become your identity because then we tend to want to stay there forever for better or worse and usually it's both so the thing is is be very careful and very deliberate on what you let become your identity and so make make just some choices that change these these habit loops i know i've been a little all over the place but hey it's my podcast, right? I'm just I'm just sharing what's on my heart, sharing what's in my head, and I hope that it's helping you in any way. So, uh, you know, let's just have some fun. Come see us at the Final Percent. If you're not a part of part of the Final Percent Network yet, it's a Facebook group, like-minded people. We've got about 400 people in there right now. So come join us there. If you haven't been to thefinalpercent.com, please do so. And then, of course, September 24th, 25th, 26th, uh, we are going to do an incredible conference. Uh, general, admission, general admission is on the 25th and the 26th. I hope to see you there. It is going to be a life changing event so anyway thank you so much for letting me share a few things comment uh let me know your thoughts good or bad good and bad whatever uh but let's just build the community engage debate have fun and uh actually have an exchange of ideas with one another and start that collaborative environment so thank you very much and this has been the final percent